I used to think I had never been dumped. Yeah, and then we started comparing notes, and then we realized, wait a second, we've both been dumped by every man we've ever been with. Every one. Yeah. They do it so so skillfully. They're just so sneaky. And you think it was your idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're sitting back and you're like, oh, oh, yeah, that's my idea. But then it's like, wait a second, why am I alone? Why am I unhappy? Why have I gained 20 pounds? Yes. They Jedi mind trick you, you know? Yes, they do. So they do a little soft pass. Yeah, it's like they got little lines they like to tell you. Oh, yeah. Like they go, I don't want to stand in your way. Oh, you're perfect. It's just that I have to work on myself. Right, right, right. I'm just thinking of your happiness. Oh, I don't deserve you. Oh, that's my favorite. Oh, girl, you know what I like the most? Mm -hmm. I am so jealous of the guy who gets to marry you. Well, that could have been you. That's what I was leaning towards. Yeah, and let me tell you something. The second you hear that, you just run to the store, you get yourself some ribs and some ice cream because, girl, you have been dumped. (laughs) I, like, couldn't pee because I was just listening to you guys do that. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I am so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Best day before him. That's Brock. Everybody on? Okay, happy, what day is this going to come out on? A few days after Not Valentine's Valentine's Day. (laughs) Happy Friday after Valentine's Day, everybody. Um, This is a Valentine's Day episode. I'm uh, Nick. (laughs) I forget who you are. I'm Layla. (laughs) I didn't forget who I am. We have to call you Mr. Nick now because he's been married and that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. I took an absence, but I, I did not forget who I am. However... Um, you should never trust married people, and so I'm going to moderate today's. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Gabe and Layla are going to talk about Valentine's Day, and he's not that into you. Um, I did get married. He's just not that into you. This is my ring. Just not. Oh, he just tapped his ring on it. (laughs) What, what? Uh, And, uh, yeah, um, we chose these two movies. Does anyone have anything to add before we just jump in? No, I mean, I hope everyone had a lovely Valentine's Day with uh, their significant other or just enjoyed a regular day of the week because that's all it is. It's just a day to sell cards. Or enjoy spending time with some friends or people you love because that's what it's about. I just meant, like, you don't have to treat it like it's anything, you know. If it, if you weren't with, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna say ribs and it ice cream. It was meant to be so a I good manifest thing. Manifest ribs and ice cream because it's. Oh, dude, amazing. I want some ribs. Um, we're gonna talk about Valentine's Day, and he's not that into you because they are two uh, stories intertwining between ensemble cast members, uh, written by the same uh, two writers, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and both include Bradley Cooper, and both include Bradley Cooper. Mm. Um, Bradley Cooper teaching us a little yeah. something about love. Yeah, yeah, or something. Bradley Cooper could teach everyone. About yeah, him. not both in movies are really, yeah. not, and he's just not that into you. Don't learn anything from Bradley no, Cooper. Actually, he's just not yeah. that into you. Yeah, never mind. I take it all back, Bradley Cooper. You're a spoiler fucking sack alert. Of shit. Okay, we're gonna use our same. <laughs> we're gonna use five categories. One of them is gonna be our special um, rom com category. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to use our same scale from one to seven. Nothing changed in the last two weeks, except I'm married now. Um, That's pretty sick. One is low, seven is high. I'm also an ordained minister. Four's now, in the middle, so. and Gabe's an ordained minister in Hawaii. Yeah. So uh, if you ever need to get married in Hawaii, pay for him to fly out or there. Or if you want to get married in general, like I, I'm honestly kind of addicted to it, so I'm, I will do your <laughs> ceremony. He's tasted. He's got a little I've taste. tasted the officiating, <laughs> and now I can't get it out of my Likes mouth. Likes the power. Yeah. So weird and gross. Mm. Okay, uh, we're going to jump into it, uh, and we're going to start with <clears throat> spectacularity <clears throat> for this one. Mm. Um, let's just start there. Let's just kind of flesh out how well these movies uh, kind of jived with you. Were you guys vibing with the movie? Was it <laughs> like like a you know a second date, and you were like, you eat spaghetti like a monster? I'm not down with this. Like, oh, what's yeah. going on? Uh, let's start with Layla and let's start with, he's not that into you. 
he's just it's gonna it's gonna bother me so much that you that keep that doing that. <laughs> i'm really sorry just say he's just it's too long of a title yeah. it is sorry. quite long um okay you just don't yeah. get it <clears throat> let's do this um i actually really enjoy this movie even though the critics did not <laughs> um, oh really this wasn't a le- well-liked movie I, I'm pretty sure it's Not pretty really. low. I think it's like 40 mm. something on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah, it's like 48 or something. Yeah. yeah, I gave it a five. I find this movie fun and engaging. I love how the storylines meld with each other. I do think this is a really fun, like, love story movie. And I think that the way that it talks about relationships is really fun, like, in the sense that it kind of shows so many different perspectives of relationships and how to navigate those and I think there are so many like single women movies and stories out there but the way that this approaches it as like how women tell each other all the time like oh he's probably just doing this and this and this like so many things in this movie are hilarious to me and I think really like all me and my girlfriends can identify with so many parts of this movie like the little I don't even know what to call them but the like title sequences i guess you can call them that happen in the yeah, middle the little, of the like, movies kind of chapters but they're just yeah. they're not yeah yeah they're kind of chapters because they always tend to move into what's happening in the storyline i guess but they're right. so funny to me and i think they're just a nice little like reprieve from the story for two seconds and it, it just i always laugh at those so much um so i enjoy those i think again i just think it's like a clever i think the writing around relationships is really clever and i enjoy that um and I'll save some of the other stuff for the romance category as far as like specifically the romances between everybody. But yeah, I feel really engaged when I watch this movie. I have a good time. I'm sure there's certainly parts that I would point out that could be edited out just to make it a little bit shorter because um, it is pretty long. But I think that just naturally happens with movies that have this many storylines um, yeah. interconnecting. And this isn't like the best of those types of movies. So I'm not shocked that they run a little bit long in doing so but i have a good time i always like watching this movie yeah i i uh, i gave it a five you gave it a five okay I'm I, I probably give it a five as well like a slightly above average i think like i forgot that i had seen this movie before um i thought i was watching it for the first time uh which probably isn't a good thing in terms of the engagement level because at, at least oh, the first time yeah. i probably didn't like it but i don't know this is just one of those like really fun movies. I, I think of this movie kind of more like in the realm of a uh, crazy stupid love, um, which is just it's just always enjoyable to watch. Like you could poke out a lot of like stupidity in it, but it's fun and it's. I I also think like I'm not. I mean, maybe we could talk about it later. I'm not positive that a lot of this relationship aspects are like things that are true and that we should like keep perpetuating, or they are true in some parts and it's like some of them are kind of ridiculous versions of it but I do like I think that this movie I agree with Layla that you can like follow along and there's a lot of stuff that you could see like especially the older you get and the more relationships you've had or the longer your relationships have been you start picking out things so it's kind of fun to do that it helps that it has a lot of funny moments I kind of wish this movie was a little bit funnier than it was um I'll talk a little bit about some of the actors that are in in some of the roles that could have been funnier, but like you didn't really get like a a big, um, you know, comedy lineup, and that wasn't the intention. I don't think it was kind of more of a romance uh, with a little bit of comedy. Um, I I do one thing I really like that helped me get engaged with it is I really love when uh, like certain types of romance movies but other movies too have those like interviews um, yeah like the intro scene that we did like I just they're just so fun and there's like a realness to them like I I like when they I don't like when they do it in uh, a not necessary way like being the Ricardos is just is very strange because they're like filming it like it's documentary this isn't like Mm -hmm. a documentary but they're there are interview questions essentially. And it kind of is like uh, 500 days of summer in that way. Um, But with like non characters, Um, I will say really hard to watch any scene with Gigi. Like 
it's she just so much cringe. I'm going to talk about her a bunch that I just don't. Yeah, I yeah. just it. I almost wanted to like shut it off every time there was a scene. Julie was like, "Oh my god, this bitch is insufferable." Has she point. never seen it? Julie? I think she had, but maybe she was remembering I, how insufferable. I mean, I forgot how out. insufferable she is. She so anyway, is I'll, I'll give it a. Watch. I'll give it a slightly above average. I think it was a really fun Five, movie. Okay. Before we move on, Gabe, you reminded me of a point that I forgot to make for Spectacular. I actually really like that it um, like teeters on slightly like very real, not like drama. It's definitely not dramatic by any means, but it does feel very real to there me. Are like dramatic scenes. Sure, there's like there's real life moments happening, and I like especially Jen and um, Ben's. I don't know their character names. Um, relationship. Like there's just there's something very human about their relationship, and I like that the whole movie isn't just like slapstick, like trying to be funny all the time, kind of. And I'll talk about that in Valentine's Day. I like that they kind of humanize it a little bit, mm-hmm. and there's like moments where you can slow down and just feel like you're watching a nice moment or like something real happen. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point and uh, a perfect segue. <laughs> a perfect segue into Valentine's Day. So just keep going. Talk about how goofy and stupid Valentine's Day is. Yeah, it's an eighteen percent on Rotten. Really TV. stupid. I mean, I don't. Oh, I don't like. That's excessive. I don't. I don't really hate Valentine's Day. Like I, for what it is, and for the reasons I would watch it, I don't hate it. I'm gonna give it an mm. average score. I'm gonna give it a four. I. Again, I think for what it is, it's enjoyable. Like, I find myself kind of just, like, playing along with it as it's happening. I don't feel super invested. (laughs) I don't feel, like, out of the movie either. I think this movie specifically could have used a lot of editing. I think certain scenes drag on in a weird way. Like, I... I kept thinking to myself when when the football player hits his truck and, like... For some reason, when all the flowers spill out, instead of just cutting it at that, which would have been funny enough, we watch him, like, come out of the van and, like, try to, like, pick things up and kick them around. And it, like, just keeps going. I'm not even fully positive I understand what the point of that scene was because I thought it was going to be that Eric Dane was going to, like, go drive the flowers with him. Yeah, it really doesn't have just to connect the two, I guess, but there's really no, like, purpose. Oh, no, he does... I feel like he says something to him that triggers him to have the press conference to say that he's gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what yeah, it is. Sure. But it does, the scene just lasts so long. Like, it's just unnecessarily long. I don't know why we needed to watch him go to pick up the flowers and then not pick up any flowers. Like, it just was, there's a lot of moments <laughs> like that throughout the movie that just are completely unnecessary that make it drag. But overall, like, I kind of buy into the silliness. Like, I know it's just truly a silly movie, and I'm fine with that. I don't go into it for anything more than that. So I'm just going to completely average. (laughs) That's so interesting to me because I I remember seeing this movie in theaters when it came out, and I was like, oh, this is really fun. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, you're bored. It was the summer. (laughs) Like, I think it was the summer, or it was like towards the end of the year when I was a senior. I don't know. Maybe it did. I don't remember. I I know I went to it and we were like probably high or something, but it was just (laughs) like, it's fun. You're packing in a lot of stuff into this movie. It's supposed to be fun in that way. I just feel like this watch, I was like 20 minutes into the movie and I was like, wow, there hasn't been one negative interaction. So there's nothing to be invested in so far. Like there's... I, I mean, we'll get to the love aspects in our like special category, but like there was nothing to really hook me in, and I didn't find its quirkiness like fun. In fact, there was like one scene pretty early on. For whatever reason, they have a moment where this mom um, needs to put her son on the counter while she picks up these flowers, and so instead she hands them to these nuns, and she goes, "Just so you know, we're Jewish," and they're like, "God loves everyone," or "Jesus loves everyone," and it was just like, why? Did I watch that in yeah. this? Who was in the writer's room was like, insert this. It's going to make There's this scene There's a lot better. of moments. Like, the moment where, like, the kids, like, start brawling in the classroom. Like, it's just, like, absurd a little bit. Like, and then she just screams at him, I'm kind of busy right now. Like, she just screams at him. That whole it's, interaction is so weird to me. It's so quirky and not quirky in, like, an enjoyable way in a lot of yeah. it. And... <laughs> I know you mentioned this earlier, like, I think it's fine. There's so much that this movie has to have, so I guess it makes sense that it's two hours, but, like, 
you could cut out half of this movie yeah. <laughs> and it you would get enough of a range of these romantic relationships. Like, I noticed that by the time we're 30 minutes in, we'd already been introduced to 17 different main characters. <laughs> and that was when we first get introduced to Jessica Biel. Yeah. That's 30 minutes into this movie. That's so much. I like... I don't, I think, like, I was looking at, like, what can you take out of this movie? I think you could take the whole Jamie Foxx part of this out of the movie. And I love Jamie Foxx. I just don't yeah, think I needed him. So talented. There's so many. He's, 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 he's the most talented. Yeah. I think the only thing, the scenes that I was, like, the only scenes I was really, like, interested in and invested in were, like, the scenes between Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts. And, like, a lot of that was, I guess, like, kind of, like, um... Uh, what's it like a red herring or whatever that they're like making you think that this is going to be like one of the like relationships to root for. And like, I like the way they do that whole story. There's a couple of ones that are good. I just think that like, Oh, Oh, you know what you could take out just like with crazy, stupid love, everything with the young people in this movie just needs to go. Everything with the high schoolers needs to go. Taylor yeah. Swift gone. Oh, Taylor Lautner gone. Like, Nothing in it. It was so so unbelievable and so silly and stupid and poorly acted. Again, I'm going to mention it again. I love Crazy Stupid Love, but everything with the babysitter and that kid like infuriates me to the point where I have to skip it. I would do the same for Valentine's Day. So I'm actually like for how good this, how fun this movie could have been. I'm going to do slightly below average of the three. That's fair. That's fair. Um, let's talk about actoring next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and go ahead and just keep talking about Valentine's Day, but let's go, let's go with Gabe. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> can we all just agree that Franklin, the little kid in the classroom that starts the, the big fight is the best actor. In I this love movie? Franklin so much. <laughs> he is super cute. He's like weirdly like a really memorable, like so little memorable. kid in this movie. He's great. Um, got a couple questions. Why is George Lopez in this movie? Why is George Lopez in any movie? I like is it the LA thing? Like I don't he Probably. he adds LA nothing thing. to the story. He's super annoying. Like I, he is like I, it you're doing a timestamp of a movie if you're putting George Lopez in this. <laughs> um again, also I forgot I forgot not only are Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner's like characters unimportant to the entire storyline, Taylor Swift could not have been a worse actor in this movie. She is so painfully bad in this movie. I couldn't handle a scene. It was like so not what any teenage kid has ever been like. <laughs> she, she essentially yells her first like 14 lines of the movie. In that first scene, she's oh, yeah. just like yelling every line. She is, and it's just like, it's so over the top. Like peppy, I, like loud voice yelling. Speaking of someone that's going to make Nick turn off the movie immediately, <laughs> uh, the first scene you get with Topher Grace, they're trying to make him look like really handsome with uh, Anne Hathaway. And then also he does that sick ass jump shot from like one foot away from his like <laughs> eight foot tall hoop at mo. No, it is not. It was like five know. foot. It is the Grace. whole mail room scene with him and his friends is so bad. So bad. Uh, the dialogue. The go, dialogue doesn't do anyone anyone favors. Dude, you're 25. <laughs> the audience is he is. Like, no, you're like 32, my man. Um, also, it's really really fucked up when you have such good actors in this, like Shirley MacLaine and uh, Kathy Bates, and just you don't even really use them, and there's no point in them. What? Where's Kathy Bates? She's uh, Jamie Foxx's uh, boss. Oh, right. She's at the stage <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Do you I mean, remember she again, was in the movie? <laughs> again, Kathy Bates, an Academy Award winning actress, like, is you know, not even in really in this. Yeah. Um, That's sad. Did you know that Ashton Kutcher is the 15th build person in this movie? So, like, <laughs> even though he's, like, the central focus of most of this movie, he is, like, part of what intertwines it. It's so bizarre. Um, every scene with him and Jessica Alba, like, was awful, and, yeah, did uh... did they not do a chemistry, like... No. Like, reading between those two? To be fair, they're, like, not supposed to have chemistry, but, yeah. Well... Okay. Yeah, right, but, like, I... She just didn't even seem like... You know what she seemed like? She seemed like Natalie Portman 
in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's there, and she has, like, a powerful presence just by her appearance, but, like, she has no purpose, and it doesn't look like it's a real scene. It looks like it was, like, a green screen. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I mean, like, I think a one? Like, mm. I, I, it's, no, I mean, there are some charming characters. It's about how it's written. Facing off legend, Cleo King is in this movie, so I am obligated to at least give it a two, actually. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Layla. Yeah. Um, differ? No, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I like, again, I kind of keep wanting to be kind to this because I feel like it's doing like what it like what came out to do, if that makes sense. Like, I, I just you were don't. about to say it's doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loved yeah. this movie. Jesus um, everybody. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably, I'll settle on it too, I guess. Um, I think probably the only two people that are doing anything that I like find entertaining are probably Jennifer Garner and Jessica Biel. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, it's still not good, but like, I like Jennifer Garner's performance in this. Like, I think she's like doing exactly what you should do in a silly rom-com. Like, she's endearing. You root for her. You care for her. Her scene where she gets back at Patrick Dempsey is like really great. great (laughs) Um. So, like, she's doing something. I don't think I, Ashton... I couldn't disagree more, by the way, with Beale is doing, like, the opposite. Like, she's she's horrendous in this. I don't... I, I yeah, I don't. Beale. I don't know if I would say that she's horrendous. I just think that she... she again, I, I would say that the writing of her character is fucking obnoxious and ridiculous. Oh, but um, I think she's trying. Again, I, I feel bad being like, everyone, like, sucked. Because I really just think they gave them nothing to work with. And they yeah. made most of the characters obnoxious. Um, so, yeah, I'll go with a two. Um, Wait, you, were t- you were about to say something about Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, I think he's fine. I just... I, I don't think he does very much. He's supposed to be the main character. It's a bummer that, like, he's just so average in this movie. Like, I just am not invested in him. I don't care about him. I, I completely agree about all the kids. Like, Emma Roberts, what are you doing? You are supposed to be an actress, unlike Taylor Swift. And you suck in this movie. You are awful in it. It's hard to yeah, watch you do anything. How much had she done before this? Probably she had done a, a couple of things. No, she had okay. definitely done a couple of things. And... and no, this is just, it's just bad. It's so bad. Like, when she's chasing after the kid and she's like, oh my god, where is he? And she's like calling on the phone. She just sounds stupid. Like, it's just, it's yeah. not good. <laughs> and she's in it so much. Like, I know. She's and in she it a lot. Like, <laughs> I kind of wish that she, they made her, like, a more believably goofy person. Like, for instance, her and Celeste and Jesse forever, she's incredible. Yeah. She's so fucking funny. In well, yeah. Movie. I mean, when she's talking about like, I'm like when she's telling them that she was going to have sex with him for the first time or they're planning to and stuff like she just sounds she's just not doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts are doing like the best job in this movie. But again, I think that's just writing like they are the most like human interesting characters in the movie mm-hmm. and they had something to work with. <laughs> yeah. A um, couple of twos. OK. Yeah. What about he's not that into you? He's just not that. Into he's you. just not that into not you. that into you. Uh, and I'm just not getting the title right, ever. Uh, Gabe, talk about he's just not that into you. Um, it's interesting, because there's half, like, really, really good performances. I think everyone is enjoy or everyone does their part right. Um, and I don't think the writing necessarily hurts them, although... Anyone who listens to this to this pod knows that I fucking love Justin Long. I wish that he was in like every movie, especially comedy movies. I think he's really misused here. Like there's like a I'm going to say the word again, but there's this quirkiness to Justin Long that is just missing in this and like I just don't believe him as the guy that would tell all the, you know, give her all the like tips and stuff and mm. I like it when they have more chemistry, like, later as it builds up. I, I think those scenes are really cool. But, like, I, his part, I I also just, like, who the fuck is Jennifer Goodwin? Like, I know she was in Big Love, but is she, like, should she was, I know who that is? At the time of around this, she was in, um, I think it was Once Upon a Time. It was that TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah she that's was, a good she that's was a good Snow White for her. And she was oh, okay. like in it for the like a long time and she was popular Do at the time. Do you see Justin Long as that person in this, Layla? Yeah, I mean I was gonna talk about it. I actually I 
I kind of love the fact that they're able to somehow make him into the like dick guy that every girl kind of wants to date a little bit. And it works for me. And I'm surprised by that because that's weird. It's weird. It kind of worked for me yeah. too. I it's weird. I was shocked the first time I saw this movie that I was like, huh, I'm kind of attracted to him like that. Oh my God. I like this. Huh. <laughs> and he was kind of good at being like, that character has to be a good mixture of like not a complete fucking asshole because he's like trying to help her and be nice to her, mm-hmm. but he has to play off the douchebag pretty well. And he does, he teeters that line pretty good in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I mean, there are like better performances to focus on. Like, I, Jennifer Connolly, like, almost walked into the wrong movie. She's so fucking good in this. <laughs> like, it's just, it's kind of <laughs> ill fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Bradley Cooper is pretty good at his like wow. sleazeball type thing. Um, it, it, yeah, I, I, ScarJo, like I, I've seen her with like better like. There's more to her in a lot of other like movies that it doesn't quite work. I also think like there, I you could have removed everything with from with E from Entourage, uh, Kevin, whatever his fucking is name an is, actual Hobbit. Yeah, uh, he's he is, a tiny he is, man. He is not but an inch taller than Scarlett Johansson. Uh, fuck, there was another person I want. I, so, I, like, I really like Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck. I think they have, like, good chemistry in this movie. I think this is, like, one of Ben Affleck's more charming roles. Like, and just, like... I agree, also actually. Just, like, a good... <laughs> he's just good in it. Um... I just like I kind of felt myself like detaching from that storyline. I don't really, I don't know why the fuck uh, Drew Barrymore is in this movie because she's just like she's sidelined for so much Very of it. Weird, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, it's weird. I thought all the interviewees were like just people that they interviewed, and then I saw Natasha Leggero, and I yeah. was like, oh shit, no, these are like people. No, they're actors um, for sure. These are actors. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like everyone in all those scenes. Yeah, so they do a great job. I, <laughs> I think I'm gonna give this a four. Four? Like I think it's average. Where I don't think at, it's Layla? like. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking while you were talking if I could like try to bump this to like a five maybe, but I think I'm gonna give it a four. Um, yeah, I agree entirely. Drew Barrymore needs to like not exist in this movie. I she doesn't add a single thing to it. Um, the fact that they put her in there just to basically encourage Scarlett Johansson to have an affair is like really weird to me. And like, so weird for her whole main thing to be, I knew someone who like found the love of their life after they were married. Like, it's just kind of a gross line and a gross thing to put in there. And I, I, I personally can't imagine a best friend ever being like, yeah, fuck the married guy because he could be the love of your life. Like, I just don't see that. So it just felt really weird and unrealistic and she just didn't need to be there. Um, also, just not a good Drew Barrymore performance. Um, also, not to mention all like her coworkers who are just like fake, like like stereotypes of gay men. Yeah, like, it's all it, very it uncomfortable. It's weird. weird. It's all very weird. It could that all could have been cut out and this movie would have probably been the perfect timing, like time wise. Um so yeah, I, I think everyone else is super necessary. I don't agree about E's character. I think he is a very necessary male character in this movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think his name is like Kevin Connolly. Or it is Kevin Connolly. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna—he's always gonna be E to me. Um, he's in Leo's entourage in real life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I think he's important. I think there are a lot of men out there that are like dismissive of a lot of girls that are like way more in their lane, but they always have this cocky attitude. Like I could get this hot chick, and I'm gonna like <laughs> keep like pursuing this girl who treats me like shit and i think he's a very real male character that needed to exist in this movie i think scarlett johansson is absolutely a character that needed to exist but she's weirdly so bad in this movie to me like i have a hard time watching her deliver a lot of the lines that she does like when she's faking it for e and she's like oh i'm just i'm so exhausted i just i really gotta go home is that okay like it's the way she talks to him is so fucking weird i hate it it makes me like uncomfortable to watch she's in the movie valentine's day 
Kind like, of, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about Ben Affleck's like first scene, and then he's fine after that. There's this thing about Ben Affleck where you can like tell when he's like, "Dude, this script is garbage." Mm. Yeah, because you just know he's like pretentious. I so yeah. I think I've maybe yeah, said this point. before on the pod. If not, Gabe is well aware. I'm not a huge Ben Affleck like yeah. fan. Like, I think he's like can Wrong. be. I think he can be great, <laughs> but I'm not like a he always kills it kind of a person. And I like him in this movie a lot. Like this might be one of my like top roles of his i think he does it really seamlessly i think he him and jen carry a really important storyline in this movie and i think they both do it very like very very well and it's very heartwarming and beautiful and his character is just a magical man and um (laughs) anyways so yeah i don't know i can't think of anyone else and yeah jennifer connelly is amazing she does such a good job at playing like a neurotic woman but also one that's you know like very much in denial and is acting out because of it. Um, very well written character. Um, Gigi. Oh, I have a hard time with Gigi. Jeez. I do because yes, it's very painful to watch. I am not going to deny that whatsoever. She's cringy. She makes certain <sighs> scenes really difficult, but at the same time, the character they're creating is a very real one. <laughs> and I like, have known women at different points in their lives to feel that neurotic about finding someone and about reading into every moment the way that she does and about like centering her entire world on finding someone. Like I do think most women at some point in their like twenties, I don't know when that is, has a small moment of this. Maybe it's not as crazy as this, but I think they're trying to make a point with her character. They certainly take it too far. Um, but I know what they're trying to do, so I don't want to be too, too harsh about it. I mean, it's like kind of like the ultimate point of the movie, and so yeah. like you need it. And I do think most of it is believable. Like I, 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 I know people like that as well. I think like sometimes it's just so over the top yeah. that I'm like, it's hard. No fucking, unless she literally came out of a once upon a time thing. Like no person <laughs> is just like this. Yeah, um, but I agree. What, what did you give it? I'm gonna. I'll go with a four. I wanted to be okay. a little kinder, but I'm going to go with the four. Not kind at all, then. <laughs> We're going to talk no, now about uh, whether or not we believe that these love connections mm. that we just talked about are real in a category that for today's episode, starring Bradley Cooper in both movies, I'm going to call Bradley Cooper a hardly knower. <laughs> so, uh, uh. Layla, talk about... Um, <laughs> That's actually... That works. <laughs> how good you thought the... Um, connections between our many many characters in valentine's day um how real did they feel did you actually feel like these people were in love were there couples that were more believable than others there definitely are um and or relationships that felt um more real than others i mean i'm gonna give this a two and i'm only giving it a two because it's called valentine's day I, there's not a single connection in this film. It's funny. The one that's supposed to be the like stable one is George Lopez and his wife. And that didn't even feel believable to me. They go on like a swing set at the end of the night. Like I just, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I, Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts had incredible chemistry, but they're not even a fucking romance connection. They're just like pure friendship adoration for each other <laughs> like it's just i she doesn't know that though it's so interesting because he does seem like he's yeah. hitting on her right yeah, um, yeah 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 i mean it it makes the like twist in the end like sure good yeah <laughs> um yeah i don't none of i'm sorry none of it's good there's there's zero there's very little chemistry none of the like actual romance right this brings nothing to the romance genre not a single thing uh mm. And again, I'm just giving it a two simply because the movie itself is entirely about relationships. (laughs) Hmm. Gabriel? Yeah, I mean, I hate to disagree with you, but I'm I'm kidding. There's no way I could disagree. I don't think any of the relationships are worth rooting for. That's like the big problem. Like, I don't care. None of them are earned. There's not a single, like, earned relationship in this. Not even Jennifer and, like, Ashton. Not even them. (laughs) No, because it's like, that is so cliche that you know that's going to happen at some point. When you find out that it's not, 
Like, basically, when they don't tell you early on that that's his sister, because she could have just been his sister, you know, the way that they, she was written in the first interaction between them, I was like, oh, well, then they're going to get together. <laughs> that's going to happen. Like, yeah, I mean, it, nothing was earned, and they they let us know, like, that they were in a relationship. Like, I didn't believe anyone in their relationship until they, like, showed it to me. Um I, again, again, I agree. The best chemistry is J. Rob and B. Coops, but um, I don't know. I uh, oh, you know what? Like, I kind of, even though I would have taken it out of the movie, I kind of like the connection they make with Jessica Biel and Jamie Fox, like two people that are really cynical about Valentine's Day and like overwork themselves for like nothing, and they're in the same like industry sort of it's like yeah okay that makes sense that one makes sense sure (laughs) one out of seven i think there was just too much there was too many things happening in this movie for you to feel like a heartbeat so like how fuck are you gonna fall in love in that kind of condition yeah how are you gonna bradley coop yeah (laughs) so i yeah i hardly know her i wouldn't Bradley bradley cooper Uh, I give it one. Is that a one? Harsh. Uh, Layla, start us off about um, how much you would Bradley Cooper, and uh, he's (laughs) he's just not that into you. You got it that time. You did it. I almost didn't, though, and I'm disappointed that I didn't do it. I'm going to give it a five. Um, I mean, there's, there's just like masterful romances out there. I'm not going to go higher than a five, but I don't think it's average necessarily. I do think the way that they approach relationships in this movie is really special. I think there's a lot of build and a lot of like investment for me and a lot of the relationships. Like I feel very invested in Gigi and Justin Long's character. Like by the end, I'm like, fuck yeah, they did it. (laughs) Like that was like a rom-com uh, like storyline that I was very invested in. I went along the whole ride. I was d- like, will they, won't they, what's going on? I was in that. Um, Again, I, I've said it, Ben and Jenner, their chemistry and the way that they put that storyline out there is really beautiful. I think in the sense of romance in ending of relationship, Jennifer Connelly is just magical in this movie and the way that she yeah. portrays that denial and the pain of realizing that you made a mistake with this person and that they were never your person um, is really heartbreaking and beautiful. So I think there are just a lot of really great portrayals of what romance is for people at different moments in their life. And I give that, I give the movie a lot of credit for that. That's why I love watching it so much. Yeah. um, Hmm. I mean, that's, I absolutely agree. Like, I think that it's important to talk about the Jennifer Connelly thing because it, her emotions in those scenes and like the way the, her whole story is really believable. You it's, as I said with the other thing, like it's earned, you could tell that there is a history with this. You could see why she is reasoning with certain things. Like, like it's, she's a very believable character. I kind of felt like I do think the chemistry is really great between Jennifer Aniston and Ben Affleck. I just don't feel like the story was quite there for us. It was just kind of like, Oh, you guys have been together. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes sense. And it also like weirdly the whole time I was watching, I kept thinking it was the movie, the breakup. Um, (sighs) Something about her in that apartment just looked so much like the apartment to me in my mind for the breakup. I'm so sorry. I know. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. And, but I, I mean, but it is really nice in the end with them. Like that's like something to root for as well. I, I agree completely with the Gigi thing, by the way. Yeah. Um, Can I just say really fast about, yeah. um, Jen and Ben? I, I do think, yes, it's just like a sweet human storyline, but I do think in the sense of romance, it is a really important, like, it's almost grounding in the sense that it's reminding you that, you know, like people get married every single day, but like what really matters in your life is having someone that like is going to do the right, do right by you. You know what I mean? So like, I think in that sense, it's really beautiful that like she comes to realize that she had what she wanted all along and that like fitting in with what society tells you is love doesn't mean shit. So that's kind of what I love so much about that storyline. 
Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. Um, and, and I and I like its inclusion in this. I think like the issue, I guess, for me is if this movie isn't a rom com, and I'm you know, and therefore I'm like, not that rom coms are bad. Like I'm taking it a little <laughs> more seriously, like a yeah. little more believably sure. seriously. There are versions of that relationship or like the connection between them that I just think are better in yeah. some other romance movies sure. that I like more. And that's just a preference thing. Yeah. yeah, I will say in terms of like pairing up these two fun movies that are like intertwined and stuff and that have this like idea of like here are all like let's show what love is and all these like different ways. I think the Gigi and and uh, um, Justin Long connection is like great it's like that there's the rom-com thing as you said yeah. it's like believable it's fun it's actually like really believable for their characters and um i like it um i guess was there any no that, that, i yeah <laughs> i just think, i think it's average four? for me like i i i just like i want to go back to i haven't said this in many episodes but like again four is fine like it's an average oh, yeah, thing totally. i just like Totally. I don't dislike this movie in any regard. <laughs> I just uh, no, I meant uh, it really seriously. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I'm kind of bridging into the originality. So we've talked. Yeah, a I bit actually about, did feel that yeah. too. But like, yeah. are is it is it a nec- is this a necessary movie? I don't. We're going to talk about Valentine's Day in a second. But he's just not that into you. Is it necessary to have that? Yes. Do we need that movie? Is it original? I think yes. Layla says yes. Layla gives it a seven. <laughs> I, do I not say yes. Yeah. Oh, I, I say <laughs> both. I want to hear what Layla's. Yeah. I like. I think, sure. It, like, there's no reason this shouldn't be made. I just don't know. Like, and I do think this movie stands out. And I actually think it's cool that it's based off of that like self help self-help book by Greg yeah. Barrett, um, who has a podcast with one of the friends of the pod, Kane Holloway. What's up, bud? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I, I. That's that's the original thing for me, and I think that's really cool to infuse this movie with things that you would actually like probably read in one of those books if you were like having trouble with relationships or like what to expect when you're dating and stuff. So, like, go ahead, Layla. I, I th- that's why I'm kind of like you know both. Ways. Yeah, I just I think it's <laughs> I just think it's really original, and I've said this all throughout this whole episode at this point. I think it's really original to make a romance rom com romance film that just straight talks about the anxiety of being out there and all of the different like anxieties that come with being in a relationship, but also like just trying to find somebody to be with, you know, like it's, you know, this, you know, this all ties back to like fucking love actually when we had characters intertwined and it was a romance film, all of the above. So like it's unoriginal in the sense that like we ha- we've had movies like Did that. Did that come out before this? Yeah, oh yeah. Love actually. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so this is this isn't the first of its kind in the sense that like it's a bunch of a huge cast intertwining about romance or whatever. But I do think it's really original to make it very real and to like right. talk about how shitty dating can be. Talk about how difficult relationships are in the sense of the self-help book like it kind of tackles some like serious things while not trying to be too overly serious. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I enjoy that. Like it keeps me engaged in a very human way. Like I said before. Um, So yeah, I do think it's original in that way. It's based off of obviously that, that book that you referenced. And again, it's not the first of its kind when it comes to romance films, but the way that it approaches relationships and um, the difficulties, that's what's original to me. Yeah. I think, I think it's a memorable one of its kind though. It's like this and love actually, I guess, Mm -hmm. are before we get to the Valentine's day and the new year's Mm -hmm. Eve and like, uh, crazy stupid love and stuff. This like was that. the first of that little era, which we can talk yeah. about in Legacy. But there's like a three or four year era where these movies just like pounded out. <laughs> yeah, and it and it really does feel like of a time with that. And this movie still stands out in that oh, way. Yeah. People still like totally. it. And it's like you know you get to see like how some of the career like Bradley Cooper is just like totally different person at this point mm-hmm. than than he was totally. back then. Like he yeah like um. What are your scores? Same in three. Oh, I was actually kind of close to a six oh, be- when I before I forgot about like Love Actually and other I'm, movies I, that intertwined before it. Five. I'm gonna go with a five as well. I do think like like again, there's like a like a, it 
it needs to exist in a certain way because it talks about these things. And I agree with Layla. Like, it talks about them not just in a funny way. It's in a serious way. Like, love actually for how fun it is is just, like, I think a lot of the relationships are, like, totally unrealistic and just goofy. Whereas, like, even though that's, like, one of the good versions of this. for sure. But this one is, like, there's more believable characters and... I I like I actually think like again like when you get older and you see this in relationships for like any adult um you could watch this and be like oh actually I recognize this It's and, relatable oh, for if sure. You're a guy you're like oh I did some of this shit. <laughs> um yeah so uh what about Valentine's Day is that any of that uh, um original necessary believable Layla It did not need to be made and did it need to be no? Okay. No. Which is good here. Just no. one. No, I got okay. some stuff. <laughs> Just because this is Layla, like you, wait, Layla, does Layla have stuff? No, I want Gabe yeah, to go. Do you I don't have it. Oh, I have really go. nothing to yeah, say. Gabe go ahead. <laughs> I mean, okay, so there's like Layla a bunch of the problem with this so there's this movie is ambitious for sure. Cause like he's just not that into you is balancing like six or seven characters or something. Yeah. Like this is balancing again. 17 characters before you get to Jessica Biel. <laughs> like, this... 14 listed before Ashton Kutcher. It's like... Yeah. Those are, those are the top build ones. I mean... Um, there's so... Like... It's ambitious and like... I get... Like, you kind of need... Like... We don't have movies like this anymore. There's like a, a... On the big picture, they talk about a lot that like... Rom-coms like of this magnitude don't really exist anywhere except for like Netflix now mm. um or like deep on like prime video like these movies used to be big box office hits it was like you got your comic or you got your action movies not really comic book movies back then but like action movies big comedies Spider-Man. and like rom-coms and stuff and this was like an event movie and like it wasn't the first of its kind, obviously, because he's just not the into you as a year before, and it was the same people, and like, but like, I do appreciate that. Like, this is something fun that you could turn on. This is like, there, there's a, there's a, a way this could have just been like really fun and silly, but not like really bad. And like, I kind of respect that. But I gotta say, this movie is like a case study of like how many cliches can you fit in one movie. In two hours, which is just... That's almost the point. It's There's so that many. That they don't even, like, use effectively. <laughs> no, and they don't use them effectively. I also, like... One thing I kept noticing is it's really cool how they let you know what job they have in this yeah. story without anyone asking. They literally say their career out loud. It, I am it, flower Watch guy. the first 15 to 20 minutes of this movie, yeah. and they talk, they say their career, and they're all like basic-ass careers and stuff. I'm a sportscaster. Yeah. I can't. You need Jesus. I'm a, I'm a publicist. Like, like it's, there's like so, they like will say it as their opening line. It's really <laughs> fucking weird. His like um, sports cast that he does at the end that he's like, I'm going to break this story or whatever. Really bad sports cast too. Like it's just, none of it's, it's good. <laughs> it's horrible it's good. and it's like cringy. It's, it's funny because so he says some stuff that's not okay in it. Yeah, he does. And they ma- <laughs> but then they sh- show his the guy who steps in for him, and that guy's like, oh, God. And then Kathy Bates is like, we're going to have to talk about some of it, but good first story. And I was like, wait, so the movie is aware that it was saying problematic shit, but it put it in the movie anyways. And okay. As like a part yeah. of the storyline that it was okay. I d- <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. So, again, like... There was something here that could have been more like it could have been like an interesting like let's fit all this shit in one movie. But instead, it is a movie that absolutely didn't need to be made. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a 1.5 because oh, I can't give it, quite a give it a one. <laughs> I'm going to no, give, I'll it, give a it a two. I'll yeah. give it a two. <laughs> no point five this episode. Maybe. Come on, man. <laughs> so unoriginal. Talk about unoriginal. Can I please start this next The one? legacy? You want to talk yeah. about how well these movies have aged and if people give a flaming fart about them anymore? Um, you're going to want to start with Valentine's Day, I'm guessing, judging by your There is so much in this movie that doesn't age, not even in terms of like bad stuff. There are bad things, but like... 
this movie what, what just exists in one time and can only exist in that time, and I'm so fucking glad we are past that time. <laughs> um, it, in terms of like technology, it, like it, even just like the technology and like just like the way that this movie is filmed, it's such a specific thing that I'm glad that we've moved past. Like <laughs> I think rom coms have gotten way better since then I, although there were there were better rom-coms before and after this like in that time period of course but i just think like these stupid ones have kind of gotten a little bit better there's like a little more like care and attention to it and yeah. I, I i really fucking hated how this was filmed um but i mean there's just like there's a scene where there's a woman who's trying to buy flowers in the flower shop, and he's like, I don't know what uh, what do you yeah, speak? Bulgarian. And she's like, Bulgarian. And he's like, does anyone speak English in a Bulgarian accent? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, no. Cool, okay. Buddy. No, it's no, funny. no. There was like... No, no, no. <laughs> I, there's, just, there's plenty of stuff with like the like gay reveal that I just, I think, are not well done like it, it just it, it, like i i just a lot of stuff is like played for laughs and stuff that is just yeah they just think they're being like cute and smart and it's dumb like it's just not good <laughs> really problematic ways yeah. of looking at relationships and expectations and re- relationships and stuff i think everything in the air it, it's so funny when it, like you can date a movie based on like a location that they choose and everything yeah. in the airport is so like not how a fucking airport works, and that just drives me insane because this movie came out only like twelve years ago. Um, I mean, a lot happened in those twelve years, but like nine eleven had already happened. Mm-hmm. Like so, like it's just it it just got worse, and that sucked. I will say one thing aged really well, uh, and that is that Anne Hathaway's character is broke from having to pay student student yeah. loans. Yep. And she has no health care. And so it, to pay that off, she does phone sex. The only thing that would be different now is it would be an OnlyFans. And, uh, <laughs> and, again, and, and the sad thing about that all aging well is that nothing has fucking changed in that yeah. period of time to fix that. Um, so did this movie story? do well? I think it like was like a big box office hit. Oh, they spent a ton of money making it. I sure hope it got some money. Yeah, I will. Mine is dependent on that. You go ahead, Layla. I'm gonna look at this. Yeah, I mean, I don't have an insane much to add to that. Um, I will say that I have seen bits and pieces of this movie a okay. lot over time. Like this is a this is on TV a lot. I don't know what it is with these specific rom-coms, I like this era rom-coms. Made, right? They're yeah, I mean, like, it's almost like made for TV. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. That was my point earlier, right? Like, they were made actually to make a shit ton of money in the theaters, but now they only make it for streaming. But then when you look at a movie like this, it it should have just been made for TV, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's this well, that's type of this type of a cast is like clickbait. Like, you put it in theaters and people are just going to see it because they're so curious how everybody melds with each other. Um, so it's smart. I just like, yeah, I, as far as legacy goes, for me, the legacy of this movie is that it's not super great, but when it is on on a Sunday afternoon, I will put it on. And I do almost every time. Because it's just nice noise in the background. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I foresee this dying eventually. Like, I could see he's just not that into you, like, sticking around and people still knowing it. But over time, I feel like people might just not know what this movie is anymore. I, the, I, the thing is, though, it's <laughs> the thing is the though. name, the name of it, like just having it named Valentine's Day and having a bunch of people that we still all recognize is like, yeah. it is a holiday live. that doesn't really have like a lot of names. That's, that's why I feel yeah. like it's the, these movies were made, right? They were trying to like capture this, like, you know, oh, well, everyone will just like keep watching that. But like, it doesn't make sense monetarily. Cause oh, Objectively, this was a smash hit. I just looked this up. Yeah. It was made smash. with only $52 million, which I, I don't even know how that's possible with the number of, of actors. Which went apparently just to Julia Roberts. <laughs> to Julia Roberts. It made like $216 million. Again, this is like, this was one of those event movies that would come out. I did want to make like one other point. And um, 
this is very similar to the scream versus I know what you did last summer thing mm-hmm. for me where like clearly the writers for he's just not that into you since they did this too were kind of trying to ride the coattails of their own success with he's just oh, not yeah. that into you and they made this yeah. and so like there's a little bit of of like it's imposter syndrome I guess with that but like I you know I'm I kind of want to give it a I'll give it a two. Like I almost I was wanted to give, give it, it higher, higher than a score. two because it, I was going to give it a three. Exists. Yeah, I'll give it a three too. I just think it's just gone. It's just aging worse and worse over time, yeah. and that's kind of what its legacy is. But it is still. It's just going to live in perpetuity. Yeah, I don't think like, people like no one that sees it now is going to like. They're going to be like, "What the fuck is this?" But like when it came out at the time, I do think people were like, "Oh, entertaining. Lots of actors I like. Fun." <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly. I think that's just all it is. Um, but yeah. I'm gonna give it a three, simply a three. because I can't even argue that I don't put this on every time it's on TV. So, yeah, yeah. What about he's just not that into you? You made a you made mention that this maybe would last longer, have a better legacy. I just think it will simply because it's like actually well made in some respects. So I feel like if people were to like yeah. come upon it and be like, "What is this? Look at this cast," and watch it, they're gonna be like, "Huh, that was actually really enjoyable. I liked that." That's um, what I did. I also think this is also a movie that I watch all the time on like Saturdays and Sundays when it's on TV. Like anytime it's on TV, I throw this on. I love this movie. I like rewatching this movie. Um, I rewatch it outside of just like having to do it for this or like like other people wanting to watch it. Like I like this movie. So um, I mean, critics didn't really like it, which sucks. But it's wild how unliked it was by critics i don't think there's anything i think there i think some of it is lame and average but i don't think it's bad by any means and i think there are certainly parts that are good like yeah and i think like it sits within its own little genre really well like i think this and love actually are kind of like really top tier of this type of rom-com like these huge casts and then right after this you had valentine's day and then new year's eve and then what to expect when you're expecting like all of those came out yeah Yeah. and crazy stupid love i don't quite put into this category because it's not they're not there's almost there it's almost there simply because you find out at the end that he's dating his daughter and that's like the connection but it's it's really like blatantly we we know each other (laughs) like oh i guess yeah i mean true i i wasn't thinking of it as the just the weaving part of these mm. movies, I meant it more as like we're focusing on on different types of love in different and like mm-hmm. with different people and stuff. Yeah, that's super it does true. feel like if you're watching Crazy Stupid Love, it's just three ones at mm-hmm. first, but then it becomes more about the other people. Yeah, it's all just it, within that yeah. family for sure. Yeah. And I I guess I maybe just kind of hold Crazy Stupid Love to a higher standard than these movies. I just I, I think too. that's yeah. like an incredible rom com. Like that's kind of like top tier rom com for me yeah. of that time. I agree. Um, so it seems like a little bit of a separate thing for me. But like all of those movies that I just listed, like were in that same realm of like silly, huge fucking casts that all had like probably like a total of like five to ten minutes of screen time on their own (laughs) um yeah but he's just not that into you is definitely the best of them so i do feel like it's gonna hold that legacy as like what kicked off this era of these types of rom-coms because it literally was a three-year period after that of just these movies so um i'm gonna give it a five Yeah, I think I'm going to do a the po- same. A popular score. For it's movie, it's so interesting. Like this was a big hit as well. This was like a movie, mm-hmm. forty million dollar uh, budget made like a hundred and seventy six million. Like it is a well. It was a really like fun movie at the time it came out, and I think it's existed for a while. I think it was on Netflix for a while, and like it was always like featured on on Netflix, like rom coms or uh, romance movies to watch. Um, it is, it's now in the Pluto TV area arena. So that's like kind of the, like, <laughs> oh shit, is this movie going to die off and just exist as like, IMDb I think it's actually on Tubi stuff. right now, but yeah, that's even oh, worse. Tubi is like, <laughs> no, Pluto's worse. Um, sorry, this is, we're never going to be sponsored by, do you guys know that we're like, we have ads now? 
We have ads? They'll exist in the middle of this episode and like a little bit at the end. We don't have ad reads yet, but we have ads. Oh. Anyway, so sorry that people are... Uh, we're, we're blowing up. We're so we're sorry, guys. We're blowing up, listeners. Um, <laughs> I hope that an ad played right after you. Yeah. <laughs> and we're brought to you by that. Um, yeah, no, so I think this movie, I mean, it did really well. And again, like it started a bunch of those other things. I think most people know what it is. Um, yeah. I think it's kind of slipping away from existence, but it's I still it was a has a movie than what it actually was when you told me we were watching this. What did you think it was? I don't know. Oh. I just didn't know it was this movie. Just didn't oh, know it was this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I knew this movie existed, but I didn't know it was this one. There's enough this huge time. stars that are still stars, like still very relevant to today. Like, I think also like if I, you like described it, people would know what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, maybe not by definitely. name, but like just I mean, the Definitely. I just, yeah, I mean, if they saw Jennifer Connelly, a lot of young people would be like, who the fuck is yeah. that? But like, and, and then she ends Kevin up being the Connelly? best part. Yeah, and Kevin, Con- like, who doesn't fucking exist anymore, maybe? I don't know. It is a um, timestamp to have E in a movie like this. Like, it I think just... he just shrunk so much that he doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it is a timestamp because this was like around Entourage. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll give it a five. Like, five? yeah, sure. Like, okay. I, I enjoy it, this movie didn't age poorly. Oh, actually, some stuff. I will say that th- it's weirdly kind of homophobic. Like, there's just the oh, way the that they talk about gay people. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just like an- the 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 gay characters, and then like also the like the oh, someone else is talking about it later, and they're like, no, 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 I'm not gay. Like, so there's like some line like that, and I always just go. <clears throat> I don't know if you needed to have that in there. Um, all the, all the, this movie is so reliant on like MySpace and fucking landline phones and and hey, um, emails. Like the way that they talk, has- they were like, "I will send an email to do that," and it goes to my Bluetooth phone. And I was like, "Again, Country yeah. Barrymore's." entire storyline out of this movie it's her she talks about texting she's like i'm not good at texting oh you know what i noticed this time what's up with jennifer aniston's family in their like weird incest comments oh yeah all of her cousins or whatever her cousin when he's giving a speech at the wedding dinner or the (laughs) rehearsal dinner he's like yeah everyone knows she's hot as fuck and then (laughs) you don't talk that way about your cousin (laughs) No, and then later <laughs> no. someone's like, "If you weren't my cousin, I would like." Yeah, there's two different cousins that say shit like that for it's, sure. It's weird. Anyways, that doesn't age well for me, but I'll still give it above average with a still five, five seven, despite yeah. the incest kissing cousin situation. Okay, so we got a twenty four for Valentine's Day out of seventy five. Out of seventy, it's not horrible for a m- critics hated it more than we did. Yeah, out of seventy, yeah, and um. And uh, 47. For yeah. Just not that into you. Mm. Oh, wow. Pretty good. We got through the whole episode, and then he, he and found I out what the name was. got it. I just got it. That's right at the end. Just That's all now. that matters. Layla, I bet you have a bunch of recommendations. Yeah, wreck us up. I, I'm not like a... My whole wreck thing was going to be literally just the films that fit into this category, which I said yeah. just a moment ago, which I will oh, repeat. Um. I I recommend I recommended if you're looking for a movie like this, although New Year's Eve is awful. It's like horrid. it is. It's horrid. Horrid. <laughs> it is unreal bad. I mean, if you want to watch something and make fun of it, you totally watch New Year's Eve. It's so, so bad. Um, like what to expect when you're expecting is interesting. I actually enjoy it. I think for, it's similar to Valentine's Day for what it is. I think it's comically funny and it's like a fun it's a funny movie about like a different part of relationships it's like once you're married once you're having kids um and it's the same concept a bunch of connected people huge cast um so that's a fun one if you're ever looking for something similar to kind of like how valentine's day feels um and not to say that i'm sure everyone who's listening has probably watched this but love actually is like the og of all of this so yeah Certainly watch Love Actually if you're looking for a fun one of these two. I don't know I if I know of... of any other big cast ones. Crazy Stupid oh, Love, by the big... way, is like the best rom-com of that time. So watch that yeah. if you haven't. <laughs> I love that one. I'm trying to think of other big cast ones, too. I mean, like, I like The Family Stone, but that's like more of like a Christmas movie. And, and like... a drama. 
It's and a, a drama. I, um, you know, it's one like it's not like a big interweaving cast type yeah. one, but I kind of like it's one of those shut your brain off and like I kind of enjoy it. It's like a guilty pleasure is uh, that awkward moment mm. with Zach Efron and Miles Teller and yeah. uh, Mackenzie Davis and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, feels a little bit younger too. Like if you're looking for younger, something that feels younger and fun. <laughs> it's just like that's like if I, if I wanted to watch one of those, like I would probably watch that awkward moment. Um, I there are plenty of really really fucking good interweaving character movies that I would recommend. Like mm-hmm. Snatch is one of my favorites. Of that I mean, obviously Pulp Fiction. I don't need to say that, but mm-hmm. I already did. I don't know why I said I don't need to see that if I did see say that. Uh, Magnolia is a great one for that too. Paul Thomas Anderson one, but yeah, there's not like a lot of like rom com ones outside not of really Love Actually. Like, and, and it's not really interweaving, but if you do like fun storyline, it is kind of interweaving actually. Like just over time, kind of like mm. I don't know. It, I really love Definitely Maybe. It's one of my favorite rom coms to watch. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And it's not interweaving, but you do see like the girls and how they like interweave throughout the past and stuff and how they knew each other and stuff. So that's kind of fun. I do really like that movie and Ryan Reynolds is great in it. There's another like uh, one that I, Paris Jotem is also like oh, yeah. there's a shit totally. ton of characters in that. I kind of like that one. Yeah. Um, there's plenty of them. And <laughs> honestly, you probably already watched them on Valentine's Day since we just fucking did it, you doofs. Yep. Uh, we, I mean, we just had the holiday, you doofs. Um. Yeah. You gonna plug us? Yeah. Well, plug us. first of all, next week we are doing uh low pause the the first Spider Man, the Tobey Maguire one, against the first Tom Holland one. My poor Spider-Man baby Andrew Garfield. Homecoming. We will talk about. Poor baby Andrew Garfield and his movie as well. Like, I, we should set aside some time for that. But we're going to hopefully be joined by previous guest, uh, Nick Doria, who's been on in a bunch of episodes and everyone's been dying to hear him again. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. Go look up Facing Off Pod. You could also follow us on Twitter. Go look up Facing Off Pod. On Spotify now, you can rate. Our mm-hmm. our podcast is so simple. It's right under the follow button. It's actually really button. easy. Like, and it's it's, it's so right easy. there. And you just give us a simple rating. It would mean a lot to us. It would make us the most important people in your lives, your listening ears. Yeah. Do you want us to be or bigger than Joe that. Rogan so that you know we can make? It's uh, not hard to be bigger than Joe million? Rogan. I think Kevin Connolly might be bigger than Joe. Rogan. Oh yeah, I meant more like in terms of fame, but that was fucking good. Um, yeah and then on if, if you're on Apple uh, you could do that there and leave a review you could tell me how stupid I sound um, if you want uh, blah, 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 blah. yeah send off he myspaced me <laughs> fuck I wish I had one <laughs> talk about things that dated the movie Ugh. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success.